Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another, the latest, actually, edition of the Always 100 Podcast, live tonight on Blog Talk Radio, blogtalkradio.com, and wherever you're listening to this show. I'm Quinn McKenzie, the esteemed host of the show, joined this week and every week by my co-host, Mom, uh, my co-host, Mona, who's on the line with us right now, and we have two special guests. One you know, and one you don't. The first one that you know is Uncle Trevor, who hasn't expressed um, expressed uh, right to call into the show whenever he chose to, and he chose tonight to talk about the call into the show because we're talking about the AFC North, and I'm not sure who the 412 number is, but uh, the person with that the 412 my number... my friend, Stacy. Hi. Hello. Hello, Miss Stacy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, great to have. Thank you for coming on, and great to have you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. No problem. No problem. So, uh, this is the deal, folks. It's uh, AFC North Week and NFC North Week. So, North Division talking about the Browns, the Steelers, Ravens, Bengals, and the AFC NFC. You got Bears. Packers, Lions, Vikings. Uh, In-depth look into, uh, into all those teams there. Uh, some gambling odds. And Mama's going to put some throwback Thursday on all of us that we probably have no idea what the answer is. So that's what to look forward to on tonight's show. So let's get right into it. Okay. AFC North where we'll start because two of the people are Steelers. So that's where we're going to start. The Pittsburgh Steelers this year, uh, for gambling odds, I got these from VegasInsider.com and OddsShark.com. Uh, and I do it, uh, I break it, in, break it down by division odds and then conference championship and then Super Bowl odds. So for the Steelers, uh, they're plus 200 to win the AFC North. Or uh, Vegas Insider has them at seven to five. Uh, the Steelers are plus eight hundred to win the conference. Um, on Odd Shark, uh, Vegas Insider they're ten to one. So, you know, whichever one you want to go with, and to win the Super Bowl they're sixteen to one on Odd Shark. So, uh, the Steelers are supposed to be pretty good this year. Um, I'll start first. I'm looking forward to seeing how uh, Big Ben answers the bell this year. Um, Ben has been getting just, I mean, raked through the coals by everybody, left and right for what happened last year. And part of that was his fault because he was calling people out in the media and he was the one throwing game-ending interceptions, his defensive line in games that you needed to win. So Ben brought a lot of this on himself. But what I love about Ben is 
while people just excoriate this guy. People forget at 37 years old, the man threw for 5,129 yards and 35 touchdowns. I mean, at, at 37 years old. Um, I think Ben will be just as good, if not better. And if he cuts down on the picks, he may be an MVP candidate. That's what I'm looking forward uh, to watching the Pittsburgh Steelers as an intriguing storyline. So, uh, Mom, take it away. What, what are your thoughts on the Pittsburgh Steelers there? Well, actually, I would like to defer to our two okay. guests. That's fine. And since uh, Stacy has not been on the show before, I would like to yield my time to her to discuss her Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes, my beloved Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, the only thing I have to say, this year is going to be addition by subtraction. We have gotten rid of the cancerous tumors in the locker room, those being Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. One of the things that I was upset about during this offseason, and Quinn, you touched upon it, that Ben was raked through the coals or over the coals by A.B. on his way out. Without knowing what was going on in Pittsburgh, um, A.B. made a very convincing case for Ben being, you know, the, the worst person ever to play uh, football, and especially, you know, for the Steelers. But one thing that... Um, during this camp, Ben has come back with a renewed vigor. Um, they're, they're reporting from training camp that Ben is very focused, he's in better shape, and he's downplayed everything that A.B. has said to him, and also Le'Veon. What I'm looking for this year is I think Ben is going to um, have his interception totals decrease because I think last season when he threw for a league-leading interceptions, uh, I think he was trying to appease A.B. and would throw a lot of times into double coverage, you know, thinking that A.B. would somehow get the passes. But one of the things I think that uh, you're going to probably see this year is a decrease in the interceptions. And I think you're going to see a rise in uh, Juju being the number one um, starter. Um, there's been a lot of talk that he's going to probably be used as a slot receiver. Um, the deep threats will probably be um, Dante Moncrief and uh, James Washington's been looking pretty good. Um, I think one of the biggest things with the Steelers this year is if we can get our kicking game back. Uh, if we can't hmm. get the kicking game back, then we may have some problems because, you know, I hate to admit, um, I think the Browns, at least on paper, look like they are going to be a formidable um, uh, opponent. Uh, the Ravens, <laughs> we'll see how Lamar Jackson fares. Uh, the Bengals, I'll have to wait and see. But I think, you know, it's up to the Steelers. I think, you know, if, um, if we're going to win the AFC North, we're going to have to limit interceptions. The kicking game is going to have to be solid. And we're going to have to really plug up, you know, the, the secondary and start right. playing um, pretty good team defense. Cool. That's all I have to say. Well, 
Yeah, no, I think think that was all well said. Uh, who wants to go next? Mom, Mom or Uncle Trevor? Who wants to go next? Uncle Trevor. Yeah. Hey, that was a hey. great analysis of Pittsburgh. I, I, I mean, very, very positive um, outlook for the Steelers this year. I wish I could be as positive. <laughs> I can only go by what I saw. I can only go by what I saw last year. I mean, on the surface, it would, it would seem that it could be the addition by subtraction getting rid of Antonio Brown. I don't, I don't really blame Le'Veon Bell because, you know, he, he should have been paid on the level of Todd Gurley. So I cannot mm-hmm. understand why he held out. I don't blame right. him. Antonio Brown, even though he's a very selfish player, Big Ben was the one calling him out for a pass against Denver that was a horrible pass anyway. He could have run a right. pass pattern. And it was still a hard. He was he was covered. So, so um, I just think Big Ben's a year older. I can't really see him getting better at his age, being 37. I think I know some people have mentioned on television about Tom Brady falling off a cliff really quick. <laughs> certain 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 announcer made that prediction. I think oh. this is more likely to happen to Big Ben. Due to all the hits he's, he's taken over the years, I think I think when he goes down, it's going to be really quick. And I'm not sure if we still have a running game. We mean, uh, last year we did not have a good running game, and this year we're going to have to run the ball more. You can't let Big Ben throw the ball four or five hundred times and get hit a lot because that was that's what's going to speed up his decline, in my opinion. It's coming. His decline is coming. It's whether this year or maybe next year, but it's coming, and people people need to get ready for it. <laughs> we don't really have any any backups <laughs> to put in there right. when it happens. Huh? And Interesting. The defense, like I said, Ooh. I haven't watched. I don't know what's going on in the Steelers camp. I haven't been really impressed by their defense the past several years. I know Hayden is hurt. I know he got hurt in camp. So I'm, I'm going to take, I guess, a wait and see on their defense. I guess they really, I guess they can't be much worse pass defense than they have been the past few years. Huh. So, I mean, maybe God Bush, huh. the draft pick, we'll see what kind of player he is. But, I mean, I look at Cleveland. I look at Cleveland as a favorite in the AFC North. Huh. And right cool. now it's a race for second. I think people are underestimating the Bengals. The Bengals are a talented wow. team. They've they suffered really? some key injuries the past couple of years. They have, I guess, they have another one this year with AJ Green being hurt already. Yep. Yep. But, AJ Green is hurt. Yep. That's but not you good. can't forget about the Bengals. They have a lot of talent. They still do. Huh? People are forgetting okay. about them, and that's a mistake. Baltimore. Cool. Mm. Baltimore's lost some guys on defense, so we'll see how their defense fares. But they have a good coach in Harbaugh. And um, we'll see if Lamar Jackson can pass the ball consistently. Yeah. I have my doubts. I do too. But Believe me, I, I do think, too. I, I think I think it's Cleveland's division to win. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I I would 
I, I'm going to cut, cut it here as host moderator here because we do have a lot to get to. So, Bob, I'll, I'll let you start on uh, the next team here. Well, I mean, at the end, if we have some time, we'll, we'll get your thoughts on the Steelers. But um, I think we'll just have to be a little bit quicker tonight because I know you guys all have things that y'all need to do. So uh, I just want I just want to throw that out there so we can hit everything on the show because it's going to be a fantastic show. And thank you guys again for being on. Um, next team, I'll let Trevor kind of tease it. And, Mom, I'll start with you here. We're going to quickly talk about the Cleveland Browns, and I'll just uh, put the odds out there for you. Cleveland is uh, in the north at plus 137 to win the division. Um, they're plus 1,100 to win the the conference, and then they're plus 3,300 to win the Super Bowl. So, you know, Cleveland's got a lot to look forward to. But, Mom, I want you to get in here and uh, quickly tell us what, what you think about the Cleveland Browns this year. So, do we have the new triplets with Mayfield, Beckham, and Landry? What do you think? Well, and Del's then uh, Chubb at running back? Huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, that that would that'd be great, and I'll let you finish. But Odell Beckham's got a hip hip problem already. The guy's already hurt. No, no. He'll play be down fine. Yet. So He'll be fine. okay, good day. He'll be fine. He, I just think he doesn't want to play in preseason. That's all. He'll be fine. Yeah, um, but I'm wondering, is Cleveland going to be really, really talented, or are they just going to be a paper uh, good team? I I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with the new coach, you know, Freddie Kitchens coming in there and taking over. Apparently, uh, Baker Mayfield loves Kitchens, so I guess he'll play for him maybe more than he played for Hugh Jackson last year. Um, mm. Jarvis Landry, he's always been steady, so I think that he'll probably you know, hold that offense together. Uh, I think uh, Chubb will continue to improve, uh, and Joe will be great as a tight end. So Cleveland on the offensive side, I think they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Uh, defense? Miles Garrett, you know, he's going to be you know, coming up too because he has a, a full year or two under his belt. So I think he's going to be also a force. So uh, the defense will need a little bit of more work, but I think the offense will keep them in game. Cool. Um, all right. Uh, uh, Miss Stacy, what, 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 what do you think about the Cleveland Browns this year? Well, I think on paper they look to be a very good team. However, I think you know, defensive coordinators have had a whole off season to break down what um, what the quarterback did last year, and I think probably the X factor in how well they do is what type of Odell Beckham you're going to have. Um, as was pointed out, I think so succinctly by Eli Manning. He won two Super Bowls without Odell, and <laughs> Odell had some problems in New York. Um, yeah, he wasn't able to win a Super Bowl with Eli Manning as his quarterback because of you know injury and also some issues. Um, so it's going to depend on what he does. But I think you know what Mona was saying. You know the defense is a little questionable. I think you know offensively. I think that they could be a force to be reckoned with, but I think defensively there's still some questions. And also, the, you know, the fact that there's a first-year coach, um, 
I don't know if he's going to be able to get every everything, you know, in line. Um, it'll be interesting to see. You know, I, I want to see, you know, how they come out of the gate, and I think that's going to depend on, you know, um, who's healthy when the season begins, and you know, what they do the first game. Um, it's going to be interesting. But I just don't yeah, see them. I don't see him at the at the Super Bowl. I really don't. I think you know when everything's said and done. Unfortunately, it might be that person up north that always seems to uh, show up late in the season and is unbeatable. I just don't see Cleveland being in who's Miami a, in February. By, by, by the way, by the way, who who who's, who's the person you speak of there? Who, who, who's that? Who's that person there? Oh my! <laughs> Do I have to say his oh, name? My. Tom Brady haunts the Steelers. It is beautiful. Like, honestly, it is hilarious. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, I, I, I like, honestly, I, oh, I'm, I'm going to have way too much fun with this. No, no, no. Anyway, we got, I got to move forward here. Uh, I, I'll go, and then Uncle Charlie, we'll, we'll start you off on uh, the next one here. Just real quick, on the Cleveland Browns, I, I look. You know, the last time the Cleveland Browns were in the playoffs, I was four years old. I mean, that, that's what—that's how long we're talking here. I was four. Was like, I—I'm I, not—I'm not here for all this hype about oh, Cleveland's doing this, Cleveland's doing that. Excuse me, could 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 you win, Could you get in the playoffs first? I mean, you haven't won a playoff game since 1995, and we're, we're talking about team. We're talking about this team like they're going to go to the Super Bowl and beat the Saints or something. No, I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not with it just yet. I gotta wait and see. I love Baker Mayfield though. I Baker is all about the smoke, and I love it. And I I mean going after going after sports pundits, going after coaches, going after teammates. I absolutely love it because Baker Mayfield one can back it up, and two. Like, yeah, he's nice and all that, but you're not going to get one over on him. You're not going to punk him out, and that's what I love about him. You're not just going to punk this dude out. And he had a fantastic rookie season, so we're going to see how he he, uh, responds this year. There might be a smidge, a little bit of a drop-off there, but I think uh, think Cleveland will be good, but right right now I'm not uh, picking them to win the AFC North, that's for sure. All right, I think we could all. I think we're all gonna be a little bit quicker on these next two. Well, um, how about we let Uncle Trevor give his overview of Cleveland real fast? Yeah, it's real, okay. Yeah, we can do that real, real fast. Go ahead, Uncle Trevor. Um, first off, Odell Beckham will do better because, but at this point in their career, Baker Mayfield is twice the quarterback that Elon Manning is. Man, he can also he can also <laughs> move out of the pocket. <laughs> At faster than one mile an hour. Oh. So he's going to be the pass unlike Eli Manning. He's going to scramble, and Odell Beckham oh. is going to have a big year because he has oh. a real quarterback in the ball to him now. Oh, and that Baker is Mayfield great. Cleveland would have made the playoffs last year if, if Hugh Jackson had started Baker Mayfield in game one instead of Taylor. So yeah, I agree. They they were in the playoffs too. last year, so that's that's Mr. Hugh Jackson's fault. I mean, Cleveland yeah. has a good defense, 
And they're, they're, they're a solid team. Like I said, I, I, I consider them the favorites in the division. All right. All right. Well, I, I think, um, you know what, the next one, I th- we'll just get the Cincinnati Bengals out of here real quick because Uncle Trevor thinks Cincinnati, don't sleep on Cincinnati. I'm sleeping on them. They're terrible. Bottom <laughs> line. They're just, they're just not very good, okay? I, they're just not. And A.J. Green, A.J. Green is hurt. So I, I got to think, who, who are the only couple people I can make plays on Cincinnati? Not Andy Dalton, because no, not him. Joe Mixon, yeah, he's pretty good. I like him. I like Joe Mixon a lot. Bernard had a pretty good season. Um, but Don't forget I, I like Tyler, Tyler Boyd. Boyd, too. And Tyler Boyd, who was a very welcomed addition on my fantasy team and got rewarded handsomely for having a breakout season last year. So we were happy to That's see right. that. H2P. H2P. Yes, Bob. H- okay. Yes, Bob. H2P. All right. Plus Bengals to win the AFC North at plus eighteen hundred. That's uh that's really bad. Basically, they're plus they're sixty six to one to win the conference, and they're a hundred to one to win the title. I mean, Cincinnati's just terrible all the way around, and that's really all I got to say about them. Uh, who wants to go next on Cincinnati here, real quick? I don't have much to say. I I, I kind of take what you said um, to heart. Uh, Andy Dalton, I think, um, he's a nice guy. And, it, and I got that from, you know, somebody that is a Bengals fan. Um, says Andy's a nice guy, he's a nice teammate, but when push comes to shove, he just he can't deliver for whatever reason. Um, the coaching is still up in the air. Uh, you know, I, I always thought that, you know, Cleveland, uh, not Cleveland, but Cincinnati uh, stuck with, um, I can't think of the coach's name. Marvin Lewis. Marvin Lewis. Thank yeah, you. Marvin couldn't Lewis. think of his name. I think they stuck with him, you know, a couple seasons too long. Um, I don't know. I, I'm looking at, at Cincy as probably being number four in the division. I think they're going to – you know, win a couple of games, but I think they're going to kind of fade out early, and they're going to be fourth in the in the division. Yeah, that 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 seems like a pretty objective take. Uh, well, Mom, you want you want to go? Do you have much to say on Cincinnati? Not really. I mean, my my two biggest takeaways are Tyler Boyd and Joe Mixon. Because I think Andy Dalton, you know, he's just really a placeholder. He, he's kind of, to me, like the Kirk Cousins of the, the Bengals. You know, he's a game manager. He's not really going to do much. Um, and they're just not going to thrive uh, under Andy Dalton. I think they should have gotten rid of him when they got rid of Marvin Lewis, personally. Hmm. But they didn't do it. So I think they're in for another dismal year because of that. All right. Dr. Jarrett finishes off on Cincinnati since – Yeah, I think I think the Bengals did so bad last year because Andy Dalton got hurt. And he was out for most of last year. People forget the Bengals were in first place almost midway through the season and Pittsburgh won, beat them on a you know controversial no pass interference call for Antonio Brown going in the end zone. The Bengals Bengals had them beaten that game. People I'm telling you, people are sleeping on the Bengals. The Bengals are not that bad. Now, A.J. Green needs to come back and be healthy. But 
People, people are going to be surprised by the Bengals. They, they shouldn't be because they're, they're, they're always competitive. And they still have talent. So, well, you know, they're, they're a wild card in, in my mind. That whole division wow. is tough. All four of them. Wow. All four? Wow. Yeah. You think all four are going to be wild card and, and playoff bound? No, no, no. The Bengals are a wild card as far as surprising people or Oh, okay. popping up and yeah. going 11-5 yeah. or 10-5. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I the, the best I, I – I don't know if I agree there. I, I, I The best I can see them is, is on, on, if all goes well, probably nine wins, maybe, maybe ten, if maybe, but uh, I, no, I, I think, think they're eight, eight or less. Okay. We, gotta, well, we do have a new coach. Yeah, I mean, let's see. Yeah, I just want to yeah. see about this new coach, if he's any good. Because, I mean, yeah, Andy Dalton was – when when Andy Dalton's not hurt, he's not that bad. But, unfortunately, the guy is hurt every year. He's like Carson Wentz, except he got $118 million <laughs> and worse. I mean, like, the guy's always hurt. I'm sorry. Like, Andy Dalton, like, we understand. Like y'all, y'all probably would have won a playoff game if a lot of things didn't happen. But hey, in 2015, if you don't get hurt, you probably beat the Steelers anyway. So I mean, you beat the Steelers anyway, even though AJ McCarron got out there and almost single-handedly beat him by himself. So it was a little. It, it's just it's just a lot of different things with Andy Dalton has made Cincinnati. I'm not sure if they regret taking him, but they may. Regret they're probably regretting that contract right about now, and there's no real backup in sight for them. So, um, so here, here's uh here's what I'm feeling. We're gonna do the Ravens right now, and then Bob, that'll give you a little bit of time to queue up uh, your Throwback Thursday. So we'll get that done, and then the remaining time will just be for the NFC North because I think the NFC North will probably have a little bit more to say than the AFC North. Um, because there are at least three intriguing teams in that division. So I think uh, that's what we'll do. But before we do that, I will say that we are live tonight on Blog Talk Radio and blogtalkradio.com. Uh, 347-857-4368 is, um, is uh, the guest calling number. And uh, we have Miss Stacy on the line and Uncle Trevor calling in on, on this show. And we thank them again for their time and being on the show tonight. Okay, so the Baltimore Ravens, uh, a very interesting team. And Baltimore finds ways to always make everybody's life in the AFC just a little wee bit tougher than it ought to be. Because when you least expect it, Baltimore, you look up and Baltimore's got 10 wins. It's like, Wait, I thought they were bad. And for the most part, yeah, you're right. They are bad. And then they find a way to win 10 <laughs> games. So they can't be that bad. So, I mean, Baltimore is just one of those teams. We we all know watching football how Baltimore wins games. You run the, They run the football and they play defense. Okay? That's all well and good. Unfortunately, we need somebody – to tell Lamar Jackson that in a in a December game that matters, we need you to throw a pass on third down 
We mm-hmm. need to do that. Okay? We, we can't have you running. We, we can't have you doing all that. We need you to actually look a receiver and throw the pass. Get it there. Because if you do that, I think the Ravens took – I think the Ravens might make the playoffs anyway. But um, they could cause some real problems if Lamar Jackson uh, does that. So – um, the Ravens, real quick, are plus 225 to win the division, plus 1,100 to win the conference, and then 28-1 uh, to 1 to win the Super Bowl. So, I mean, so those are the odds of the Ravens. And I already gave my storyline, so we will go with Uncle Trevor. What uh, What are your thoughts on the Ravens this year? Uh, I think the defense is the biggest question mark. Like I said, I haven't been following – much. I know they lost some players on the defense, and that's how they were winning last year, basically running running the read option and defense, slowing them down and then controlling the ball by running the ball and getting, like, time possession 30, 40 minutes per game. Lamar Jackson struggled with his accuracy in Louisville, and he struggled last year. I've never, I haven't seen anything that suggests that he's going to be an accurate passer. For a, for a for a consistent amount of time, he's just not he's not that's not him. He's very fast, but he's not going to be a consistently accurate passer. Now, you know, can Baltimore win in spite of that? You know, if they have an overpowering defense, possibly. But we um, I mean, they have, they have a good coach. Harbaugh's a good coach, so Baltimore will be competitive. You know, nine or ten wins. I think you can expect that from Baltimore. Because of their coach. I agree. I mean, John, like I said, John, John, the part of the reason why the Ravens make it hard on teams in this division is because of John Harbaugh. And I mean, he's a really good coach. I mean, the guys won a Super Bowl championship. I think people forget that. Um, he, he's a really good coach. And he – sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, folks, for the cough. I'm a little, little – fighting back from the cold here, but a little bit under the weather, but we're going to tough through it here. Uh, John Harbaugh is a really good coach, and I mean, he, he he finds ways to get that team to overachieve more than they ought to, really, by the, by the talent. So, Ms. Stacey, what, what are your thoughts on the, on Baltimore here, your, your biggest rival? Huh, you got that right. Um, pretty much, Baltimore has always been a thorn in our side. Um and I don't, I don't anticipate that being any different than, you know, this year than in years past. Um, I think that it's, a lot of it's going to come down to um, what Lamar Jackson does. I, I've heard that at training camp the coaches have tried to keep him inside the pocket and they're trying to get him to, you know, pass a little bit more. I think that, you know, he is so used to going outside the pocket and, you know, devising his own, his own running plays. I don't know if he can really change. Um, I kind of want to see that preseason game. Um, I think it's on tonight and see what kind of, you know, what he's doing. Um, I think that might be a clue as to if the, coach, if the coaching staff has been successful in getting him to, you know, stay inside the pocket. Um, I think what's intriguing about Baltimore, um, the fact that Mark Ingram is the running back, um, 
I've always liked him. I always thought he was a pretty good, you know, running back. Um, I think that Harbaugh has a way of getting the team together. If they're faltering, which last season they had that spell when they just kind of plummeted, and Harbaugh is kind of like the phoenix. He'll rise again. And they rose again to win the division last year. Um, Baltimore is going to be, you know, a factor. Uh, I'm looking at Baltimore either winning the division or being number two in the division. Right. Hmm. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I mean, there's really no much disagreement there. I mean, I, I honestly think three teams from that division can, are, are probably going to make the playoffs. Uh, if I'm just being totally honest, and well, we I, we should put the disclaimer: we're trying to refrain from making predictions until <laughs> Bob and I know. We're trying to refrain from making predictions, but I was like, yeah, well, I mean, we'll see. I I, I doubt I, I doubt we're going to get that done. We 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 kind of got it done last week, but yeah, you know, it's all right, but. You know, I, I I agree really on Baltimore with all all your sentiments so far. So, I'm gonna finish this off uh, for Baltimore and the AFC North here, and uh, tell us what your throwback Thursday is. Well, I don't have a lot to say about Baltimore. Um, I'm very intrigued with can Lamar Jackson, you know, up his game. I mean, before, last year he had Flacco waiting in the wings for him to potentially mess up. Um, so will he be able to you know, keep going and keep growing, knowing he doesn't have that push behind him like he did last year? I know Stacey mentioned that they were trying to get him to work with it'd be more of a passer, less of a, a runner. Um, I'm interested to see, can he pull that off? I, I don't think so, but you never know. Um, I forgot that Mark Ingram was actually one of the running backs, Stacey, so thanks for bringing that up. Um, now that you've said that, I'm thinking that Baltimore will rise to the top because uh, I think that Mark Ingram will help um, as far as uh, Lamar Jackson and his development. But I don't know about their receivers. I'm not sure exactly who's on their receiving core this year. And that's the only thing that, that might be a detriment to them as far as uh, their offense. Uh, the defense is okay. They're all right. But they've lost Suggs and a few others. So, I don't know. I, I think that – Oh, and I will make my prediction, Quinn. I'm going to, you know, go against what we said. But That's I do fine. think that Baltimore will be uh, number one. I think Pittsburgh will be uh, number two in the division. Well, well, just just real quick, do you do you think um, do, do you think uh, Cleveland will make make the wild card? So that the three teams will make it from the AFC North. You think you think that or no? Well, I mean, Cleveland's going to be in it. Um, and, and they, they could be out Pittsburgh for the second spot. But I don't think the teams from NFC North will make the, the okay. playoffs. I don't think that. Yeah, because yeah, cause I, cause I, I think the Chargers are better than two of those teams anyway. So, um, but, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Mom, so let's transition now to talk about your throwback Thursday. Uh, so, folks, every week, if you're uh, new to the show, Mom comes up with a throwback Thursday uh, trivia question, you know, one, two or three questions she comes up with for doing a, a really good job researching and going back th- through the history of the game. Uh, she and I are historians of the game, so it's a good test for me 
and it's a good uh, history lesson as well uh, for those who don't know uh, as much about the game as we do. So um, I'm going to introduce uh, your Throwback Thursday for this week, and uh, let's get it on. All right. On behalf of my buddy Stacy and my brother Trevor, being Stiller fans, uh, the <laughs> game we're going to focus on is the Steelers and the Chiefs. So all these questions are about the history between the Steelers and the Chiefs. So question number one, and each, every, each one of you needs to give me an answer. Um, there have been 35 games in this series. Tell me which team leads the series and what is the, the total, wins, losses. Yeah, so oh. pick somebody, Ma. Yeah, pick. Uh, okay. Uh, Quinn, you go first. Uh, wow. Okay. 35 games between the Steelers and Chiefs, huh? I'm going to say Pittsburgh because uh, there was a lull where Kansas City was terrible for years. I'm going to say Pittsburgh, 35, uh, 21-14. Okay. Trev? Mm, I don't know. I, um, I'm tempted to say Kansas City. Maybe um maybe nineteen um nineteen sixteen. Okay. And Stacy. I'm gonna say um the Steelers and I think it might be um like eighteen seventeen, something like that. Awesome. Okay. Well, the actual fact is Pittsburgh leads the series twenty three to twelve. Oh wow. Okay. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Question number two. Young ready? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, there you go. Oh man. <laughs> uh, how many times have these teams pl- uh, face each other in the playoffs? Ooh. Ooh. Man. So, Stacy, you go first. Wow. Okay. Um huh. Are you talking about against each other? Yep. This is all Steelers versus Chiefs. So how many times wow. have the Steelers and the Chiefs played each other in the playoffs? Wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say off the top of my head ten times. Okay. Trev? Mm. Okay. I only know of, of two times off the top of my head. Um, I'll say three. And Quinn. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with five, actually. Okay. Well, the fact is, they have faced each other two times in the playoffs. The first time, uh, Kansas City won right. twenty-seven twenty-four back in nineteen ninety-four. And the second time, Pittsburgh won 18 to 16 back in 2017. Oh, so, my. The infamous Antonio wow. Brown game. Facebook <laughs> Live Gate, Mo. That was Facebook Live Gate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, see, there you go. Wow. All right, final That's question. Cool. It's actually multi layered, so listen up. What year did the first ever matchup between the teams? occur, so playoff 
and or regular season, preseason, first time ever. That was part A. Part B is who were the head coaches and the quarterbacks in those, in that game? Ooh, I knew that one. Okay, so, Tom, you go first. Um, 1970, um, the head coaches were Hank Stram and Chuck Knoll. Quarterbacks were Len Dawson. Yeah, Pittsburgh is a starting quarterback. Uh, Terry Bradshaw played that game. I just don't know if handwriting started, Terry handwriting started. But, yeah, Terry Bradshaw, Len Dawson was a quarterback. Wow. All right, Quinn. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to get this one. I'm really not. So, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I'm just going to skip that one because I, I really don't know, honestly. All right, Stacy. Well, um, <laughs> since I don't really remember what happened in the early 70s, <laughs> I'm going to go back to <laughs> – 2016, and say Ben was QB, Tomlin was the head coach. Um, oh, what's his name? The I can't think of his name. Um, Andy Reid was the coach. Yeah, I think and, Alex Smith was what you're talking about. Yeah, because yeah. we kind of we kind of heard him a lot. Um, yeah, Alex Smith. So yeah, yeah I'm going to go 26. 2016, 2017. 2017, okay, yeah, so. that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. The first ever matchup occurred in 1970. The head coaches were Chuck Knoll, Hank Stram. The quarterbacks were, for Pittsburgh, Terry Bradshaw and Terry Hanratty. Uh, and then for Kansas City was Len Dawson. This game occurred on November 15, 1970, in Pittsburgh, PA. 31-14 was the score, with Kansas City winning the game. Um, wow. Bradshaw was an abysmal 8 for 19 for 74 yards, one touchdown and three interceptions. Terry oh, Hanratty yeah, was that, that 3 for bad. 12, 35 yards, zero touchdowns, and two interceptions. Wow. Oh, that's, that, that's, that's even worse. Oh, yeah, wow. that's that's bad. That's just Throwback Thursday. <laughs> yeah, you know I have this stuff memorized. Well, no. I know. I got that I got the whole awesome. book while memorizing stuff. That is fantastic! <laughs> wow, Uncle Trevor got that right on the nose too. I mean, that is, folks. This, folks, this is what you'll get every Thursday if you if you tune in for Throwback Thursday trivia. These are the sort of reactions that you get because, like, you know, I never knew any of this stuff. I'm not, I'm not old enough to remember that. Like, that, that's that's <laughs> hey. what you get. I mean, it's awesome. Like, and no, it's not. It's not a hit. It's not a. It's not a dig at old, older people. I'm just saying. I'm a young guy. I mean, I grew up with Tom Brady and Ben Roethlisberger, not a Terry Bradshaw. I mean, so it's just it's just cool to see. All right, here we go. Hey, buddy, you, you think we can get the NFC North done in 16 minutes? Well, let's hit it. Let's do it. Well, let's all right. About it. All right, one last, one last break to talk about to sell us that the Always 100 podcast is live on Blog Talk Radio and blogtalkradio.com. 
Call in number 347-857-4368. And we thank you all for listening. And very soon, the good news of the day, before we get into it, we're going to be rapid fire on the north here. But the big news is I figured out my way to get on Apple Podcasts. Well, after they after they accept us. But that, well, once they accept us, yay, we'll be on Apple Podcasts. So y'all can subscribe to the channel, and it'll be easy. Y'all can take it on the go and listen to the good content. The good people on this show provide for you guys every single Thursday night during the football season and beyond. So uh, big news, just just very grateful, and we're trying to get this thing to be the best – the best sports opinion show out there, and uh, we're going to strive to do that until that becomes a reality. All right. NFC North in 15 minutes or less. So, uh, Mom, get ready. I'm coming to you first, and we're going to go rapid fire here, folks. Uh, Bears. We're going to start with the Bears. The Bears won a division last year. Their division odds are plus 170. Uh, they're, they're plus 650 to win the conference, <coughs> excuse me, and uh, plus four, uh, 14 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Uh, those are the gambling odds. So, Mom, uh, in a couple minutes, uh, tell us what you think about the Chicago Bears this year. I don't need a couple minutes. They're going to win the division. Uh, as long as uh, Trubisky becomes a, and stays a game manager or above, they are going to win. Their defense is awesome with Khalil Mack, the Mack daddy. Love him. Um, and I think that their offense is coming together, starting to gel a little bit, and I, I like their head coach. So they are um, my pick to win the division. Cool. Uh, Uncle Trevor, what, what, what are you thinking here? I think they're going to slide a little bit from last year. I think last year was a nice year for them, nice story. I think they're going to slide back into the pack a little bit this year in the division. I do like Khalil Mack. Yep, the Mack daddy is awesome. Miss Stacy, what, what are your thoughts on the Bears there? Uh, I think the Bears will win the division. I saw a couple of uh, Trubisky's uh, games. I was impressed. I thought he was, uh, you know, pretty mobile, um, pretty good passer. Um, Khalil Mack, spot on. Um, so I'm t- I'm thinking the Bears are going to win the division. Uh, make, make it a clean sweep, even though uh, even though uh, we we uh, yeah you know, we'll just, we'll just make it official at the prediction show. I don't really care. I think the Bears are winning the division too. The Mac Daddy himself, folks. You want to talk about getting a return on your investment? That's exactly and talk about earning every penny. Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack earned $140 million just by playing Green Bay week one. Did y'all, did y'all watch that game? Did y'all, y'all remember that game? The, y'all, y'all, the man in the first half, check this out. Check this out right here. I think I, think I remember this on top of my head. The man in the first half had a sack, a forced fumble, a pick, and a touchdown in one half. What? Like, what do you mean? The little back is that just Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, Aaron got hurt, I think. Aaron, yeah, Aaron exactly. got hurt. But you'll think it's a third-rate quarterback, though. I, I don't care. He's a third-rate quarterback. Stop hating. Stop hating. No, no, stop hating. 
The man had a sack, a forced fumble, a pick, and a touchdown in, a, in one half. I don't care if you did that against Cody Kessler, Aaron Rodgers, Joe Montana, Tom Brady, or a combination of all three. That's just unbelievable. Period. End of story. That's just – Khalil Mack is awesome. He really, really is. Okay. Next one. Let, got two minutes here. Next one. I think we, we won't have a lot to say on the Lions. Uh, uh, Captain Pencil there up in, up in Detroit has got these guys just – Meh, seven-win team. Marvin Jones is nice. Matthew Stafford's okay. I like him. But, uh, you know, I, I just, I, I'm not feeling the lines right now. Uh, they're plus 900 to win the division. So, you know, they're somewhat competitive. Uh, they're 50-1 to one to win the NFC Conference, and they're 100-1 to one to win the title. Um, you know, so I think Matthew Stafford has – uh, you know, good for a number one overall pick, but I think the Lions are in the wrong division now because Minnesota, Green Bay, and especially Chicago are just way better than they are. And uh, that's really all there is to it on that. So, uh, Mom, who, who, what are you thinking? Uh, he's not Belichick, you know. The, the Lions are horrible. They will continue to be horrible this year. Um, I don't see any progress, and oh. the, I don't even know why we're talking about them. So, hold on. Oh, my goodness. Because they're in the oh, NFC okay. North, well, you have to. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, well, if, if anyone's got the same sentiment as mom, then we can just move on to the next, the next team here. Oh. Well, you know what? Oh, I man. think unless Matt Patricia turns into the reincarnation of Belichick, his former – uh, coach, uh, I don't think they're going to do much. You know, Matt Stafford, he's serviceable. Um, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. What, what do you think? Oh, what, uh, what do you think? I'm not going to say any positive about Detroit. They look, they look pretty bad last year. Almost like they quit during the oh, season. So it's hard to yeah. say anything positive about them until I see it on the field. Right now, I got them for last place. Oh, that is hilarious. Okay. Um, uh, all right. All right, Mom, do you have more to say about the Vikings or the Packers? What, what are you thinking? I don't care. Um, well, I, well, you know, well, I don't want to talk about Aaron Rodgers. I don't want to talk about yeah, him. The diva that he your is. Hatred of the Packers, your, your hatred of the Packers is hilarious and amusing at the same time. <laughs> it is unbelievable. Folks, y'all, it, it, it is comical to, to watch my mom watch a Green Bay game and just with a look of just disgust and venom and vitriol toward Aaron Rodgers in ways <laughs> that should not be directed toward human beings. I mean, she hates this guy. It's absolutely hilarious. Oh my goodness! Okay. Well, do you, do you have anything you want to say that's not related to Aaron Rodgers, or should I go on to somebody else? You can go on to somebody else. <laughs> oh, oh man, Miss Stacy, what are you thinking about Green Bay here? Well, I think a lot of their success 
has been tied to Aaron Rodgers in the past. Last season, granted, he was hurt early in the season. When he came back, he didn't look like the old Aaron Rodgers. Um, I'm not real comfortable with the fact. I don't know why they got rid of Clay Matthews. I don't know if it was a contract issue. I don't know. I always like Clay Matthews, but even he seemed to kind of falter last year. I'm not feeling the. I'm not feeling the pack this year. I'm really not. Um, maybe number three. Maybe. Interesting. Wow. Okay. I think Aaron well, is a little overrated. Yeah, that that like objectively that kind of sounds that actually sounds right objectively. Yeah, I, I can't lie about that either. <laughs> Sorry about that, Uncle Trevor. What, what are your What are your thoughts there on, on Green Bay? Uh, if you have any, Green Bay has a new coach, I believe. So they're like yeah. Cincinnati. Matt Lafleur. We really don't know don't know what to expect. I mean, if Aaron Rodgers is healthy, I can't really see Green Bay being under five hundred. They're not going to lose many games at home if Rodgers is healthy, in my opinion. Yeah. So, and um, I mean it all depends on his health and his new coach. Like I said, the new coach is a wild card. You just don't. I, I don't know much about it, so it's kind of hard. Kind of hard to predict. Well, well, I'm gonna tell you this. Basically, all you need to know is the guy. The guy was in Tennessee last year, supposed to be some offensive guru. And Marcus Mariota was the definition of average. I mean, he. he I mean, and I like Marcus Mariota. Yeah, he, he was the offensive coordinator. The Green Bay coach was in uh, Tennessee last year as the coordinator. And, okay, I understand. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. He's so, just a um, yes man for, for Rodgers, basically. <laughs> Rodgers is getting coaching. Rodgers is coaching the offense, basically. That's what's going oh, on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for teeing me up. Oh, man. Uh, thank you for teeing me up because literally we all know who the coach of the Green Bay Packers is. Let's be honest. It's Aaron Rodgers. The guy the guy deserves the $34 million that he got. I mean, he did. He's a fantastic player. There's no question about that. But the more you hear, um, nobody likes playing for this guy at all. Um, you know, they there, there's a difference between some of the some of the best leaders in this game, you know. Pe- you know, as much as people hate on Tom Brady, the guy, the guy's teammates. When you if you ask anybody of his teammates, they run through a wall for the guy. Okay, they love playing for him. Okay, because he does he doesn't show people up to, too often. He treats them like he treats himself just like one of them. So I mean, the leadership quality and difference. Um, what Tom lacks in talent, if he does, I mean, Aaron's a fantastic talent, and he's one of the all-time greats. There's no question about it. But unfortunately, um, you know, football, you got you got to lead people too, and he, he's done a very bad job in doing that. Uh, so that's really all there is to say about the Packers. Uh, if all goes well, they'll make some noise, but, uh, you know, I'm going to wait and see on Green Bay before I start proclaiming them of any high stature here. And finally, to wrap up the division uh, AFC and NFC North preview, uh, quick thoughts on the fighting Kirk Cousins up in Minnesota. Um, the Vikings, you know, they underachieved last year, bottom line. 
Cousins played real bad. I mean, but, but how bad could Kirk Cousins have played in that game? I mean, he played so bad against the Chicago Bears in Week 17. If the folks, if the Vikings had won, they make the playoffs. And Kirk Cousins played like the epitome of hot garbage. I mean, he, he's not he ready for prime to, time. Uh, he he was he, he was so bad. Like, come on, dude. Like, you got eighty four million dollars. You got people like me saying, "Yeah, you deserve the money for what you did with the Washington Redskins. You earned every penny of what you did, of what you got in Minnesota." But excuse me, at some point, this is football, man. You got you got to show up, dude. Like, the people in Minnesota are starving for a championship. So. I mean, and then they 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 got they got you instead of keeping Case Keenum, and they they went back they went backward with you, and you're supposed to be better than Case Keenum. So my big story is Kirk Cousins. You you got to show up. Period. End of story. So uh, I'll let I'll let you guys finish it out here in the last three minutes. So whoever wants to go next, take it away. I'm not impressed. Um... Uh, Cousins is not getting any any younger, um, and you know that that game you're just talking about. He looked pretty, he looked pretty shoddy. Um, I don't think they have much in the way of um, running backs. Um, I just don't see them doing much of anything. I mean, I think they'll improve over last year, but I don't think it's going to be anything that's going to you know come close to you know, um, besting um, um, Green Bay or, you know, um, um, Chicago, I just don't yeah. see it. Yeah, I don't see it. Yep. All right, who wants it, Mom, Mom, or Uncle Trevor? Two, you got the two-minute warning here, guys. Who, who wants it? Okay. I, mean, I think I'll Minnesota's going to be okay. I don't think that they're going to, you know, be stellar. Um, I think they will, though, finish second in the division. They still have Adam Thielen and uh, uh, Kyle Rudolph uh, and uh, your boy from Maryland, Quinn. Um, yeah, Stephon. Stephon Diggs, yes, thank you. So, I mean, at least Kirk Cousins has some, some, some offensive weapons. They, they don't really have a running back, but um, I think that they'll be number two in the division. Uncle Trevor, can you be quick? Because I, I got about 60 seconds here. Can you, can you be quick? Don't they have a running back that got hurt from Florida State last year? Yeah. Yeah, when? they do, actually. Yeah, Dalvin Cook. Yeah. yeah. So we got to yeah, see how he so. comes back. Um, There's a lot of parody. We, we can predict this, but NFL has a lot of parody. So, I mean, this division, Detroit, probably the only one you can look at and just laugh at. And they got no chance. <laughs> you got to understand. Oh, injuries and whatnot. Oh man, <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Oh man. All right. Well, that that that's quite a way to end the show. Uh, look, we got about thirty seconds. But the, the 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 fine British lady in my ear is gonna start yelling at me here in a couple minutes here. So, I like to thank Miss Stacy. I like to thank Uncle Trevor for graciously giving us giving us our time tonight. Uh, thank y'all so much. Y'all feel free to call in whenever whenever you want. Uh, you guys have an open invitation to come on. 
Next week, it's the NFC and AFC South. But until then, this has been the Always 100 Podcast, and we'll see you next Thursday night. Peace!